Hey, it's the Ramon Foster Show, and it's live. Yeah. He is Ramon. He is in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I am Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. I am somewhere in northern part of Ohio. I don't know where at a turnpike stop on my way to Detroit to cover a hockey game tonight. Moan, what's going on? Man, not much. I think I know that turnpike stop. Or it don't look the same, man. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, that's not a regular place, DK. You go to fancy spots, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Here, here's how I pick them. I walk in and I go, Wi-Fi? Yeah? Okay, cool. <laughs> you know what? It's luxurious. They have a they have a Starbucks. They have a Panera. I think they have a Burger King too. They have restrooms. They have oh, the Ohio Tourism Bureau, such as it is. Oh wow! It's yeah, a bureau. Right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Here, Randy claims that he's a block down from whatever York Uni is. I have no York idea. University. Has to be what that is, DK. I've never heard of it. I've never heard anybody like a shortening like university ever. But, hey, Randy, I'm here for you. Yeah, uni can be short for uniform. And speaking of uniforms, watch this transition. What's this transition? The NFL has put out some new rules today, Moan. Did you know that? Uh, Yeah, I did know that. I saw that, man. Did you hear that one of those is that you can now wear on your uni the number zero? You know what, man? That's such a big deal to guys being able to pull out the number zero or the number one or the number 99. Any double number is the number that you want, but zero is the one where you really separate yourself. And it's funny that the NFL has said this because I heard an interview with Deion Sanders uh, recently, and Deion said, well, he was talking about his college team, Colorado State, having, like, numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, yeah, you yeah. can't get one. And he went through all that. And he was like, you can't get zero because who wants to be a zero? And I'm thinking to myself, well, the NFL just said yeah, you can right? be a zero. Ah, uh, I, I love it. That, that could actually be pretty cool, you know? It could uh, be, man. And I'll say this, too, DK, about that. Like, right now, like, the NFL is is a young man's game. These these the owners and coaches are kind of understanding that when it comes down to, hey, we got to be able to allow uh, some changes here and there. And they had a few. Nothing too crazy. It was one that really stuck off the uh, stood off top for me, DK. Uh, and it was uh, this one right here, man, by committee to make the penalty for tripping a personal foul. Wholeheartedly agree. I think it's cheap. I think it is uh, just way too sneaky. I think you also set guys up for just like hard falls. It's one thing to kind of like fall, right? Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to get tripped into a fall. That's the one that kind of got me. I, I was, I was like, okay. The one I liked as far as on the field stuff was that the fourth, fourth down spots are now instantly reviewable. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can you can do that. And, and it, by the way, it's the replay official who assists in the process mm-hmm. was the way they word that. And I'm fine with that. I mean, think about everything that those guys are doing, Moan. And I know when you're out on the field, you probably kind of took it for granted. I or did. you were worried about other things. I'm, I'm just assuming there, you know, or just worried about who's watching you to make sure they don't catch you for holding. Not that you ever held. 
No, but but it does give some clarity for uh something that becomes automatic so we don't have to have that abrupt like like uh time stop or game stoppage to where the game just drags out so much longer. It cleans it up a little bit. I agree with you on that one, DK. Yeah, any anything like that where you have an opportunity to get something right and it doesn't take away from yeah. the time. I, I don't that is not something you're going to see a long, drawn out meeting around the cameras. They're just going to say, hey, fellas, move the ball like four inches forward. Yeah. You know, and someone will say it through the radio and that'll be the end of that. Simple as that. I love yeah. it. I love I, I, it. Another good one, too. This is by the Chargers. And, and you know what's interesting? When these new rules get introduced and stuff like that, it's also the idea was one of those, who hurts you? Because it's, it's really specific <laughs> when it comes out to the teams. But this one says that by the Los Angeles Chargers to make the adjustment, and you'll probably like this one, of the play clock following an instant replay reversal consisting with other timing rules. You don't get that time back, or you may get that time back on stuff like that. That's fair also, too, DK. It's, it's interesting for what really pops out to teams. Mm-hmm. Let's get started with some of what everybody's got to say here in terms of questions. Noah says, Ooh, look at this one. Hey, Moan. I just got everybody mm. in the whole place to look. <clears throat> <laughs> can, can Kenny Pickett and George Pickens turn into a Joe Burrow-Jamar Chase type of combination this season? Uh, if you believe that uh, George Pickens can be uh, Jamar Chase talent, if you also believe that Kenny Pickett is also Joe Burrow, this that's we had that conversation yesterday. Somebody brought up the fact that Mel Kiper said that Kenny Pickett would be the fifth over, I mean, the fifth pick, I mean, the fifth quarterback ranked in his class. So, which one do you want? It's like to me, I think Kenny's a good pro so far in his rookie year. Can he turn into him? That's going to be a whole lot of work, a whole lot of trust that goes into it, also, right, DK? Like they have yeah. to get on the same page. And uh, again, I-, I say all this because uh, he still has a working relationship with Deontay Johnson. So, however they decide to sift that out, uh, I don't want to put too much on, on Kenny Pickett's plate, but that's going to be necessary to figure out who's wide receiver one or be really good at spreading that ball around, DK. I, I get all cringy. I'm not going to lie about comparisons to Burrow and Chase. I think these are two elite talents in the National Football League, and I don't want to be doing that with either Kenny or George until they're you know, do, yeah. do that first. Yeah. Do that first. Get the Steelers to the Super Bowl. You know, do that, and then sure. we can start having those things. But sitting here and projecting it and, you know, hoping and praying and whatever, that's just – you know what Mike Tomlin calls that stuff? What's that? that? That's that comfort stuff he talks about. Comfort stuff. We don't, we don't, we don't need that. We don't need that comfort. But, we don't need uh, to live in that comfort. Let me, let me, let me take I a form, DK. There is a level of, of expectation inside the city of steel and the fans that support it too, man. So I feel where you're coming from. I would just tell you this, though. Do as Ben said when it comes down to judging quarterbacks. Give him three years. Give him three years and let's see where he is because this is the adjustment, making the big jump from year one to year two. And then let's go to see where he is as a pro, DK. You know how I always remember Ben's line on that front because I was there that day, and you know who he was asked a question about that day? was RG3. Yes, it was. And guess and what I happens to, to all three of those guys? Yeah. Go ahead. That's the, one, go. that's the part you hate to say. None of the three panned out. 
none of them panned out, but they were trying to have those debates on the big networks about saying how how much better they were than Ben. And Ben said, all right, y'all yeah. wait a second. Yeah. He Talk to wrong. me after 17 years. Daniel says, hey, Mo, if you never had a professional football career, what career do you think you would have pursued? You have to know that, right? That's such a deep one-on-one question, DK. I do know that answer. Uh, and, and Daniel Pike, I'm going to give you a, a, a quick summary of it, too. Just um, I don't know. That's my initial answer I tell everybody. I would have figured something out. Uh, and I think it was dumb of me to think that way. But I tell anybody, if you want to succeed in something, you got to be. Listen to me. Dumb, stupid, blind. Uh, I, I'm talking about a dreamer. I'm talking about all of those things to think that you are going to be a part of that 1%. That's what yeah. I would tell you. I would have found a way. I promise you I would. My mama raised me enough to know that I needed to do something. But to tell you what I'd be doing, I'd be lying to you. I wouldn't be no bodyguard. <laughs> tell you that much. So I am so with you on this. Whenever I left newspapers to start our own venture, the independent venture, DK Pittsburgh Sports, one of the questions is, what, what would you have done if it failed? Like, what, what would you have been your thing? It wasn't going to fail. Yeah, no. It just, it just. I'll, I'll wasn't tell you this. Fail. I'll bring my wife in here, and she'll she would co-sign me saying this if I tell her to come in here. When I left from college with her, and I had a son in Knoxville, and she was still in college trying to finish her degree. I had a 2002 Pontiac Bonneville navy blue. I packed up all my clothes, all my suits, and I was dumb enough to tell her, "I'll see you on the bye week." When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show. Many, many more of your questions, comments, criticisms, and general praise of Ramon's, you know, comportment. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Comportment's a really cool word, by the way. It just means how you carry yourself. Nobody uses it. Nobody uses it. It's a lot of words yeah. in the English language we don't use enough, DK. Yeah, it's just it's it's like right there, you know. Dan asks a question here. Congrats on the recent weight loss. How much does your current diet vary from your diet during your playing gears? Are you mixing any fake eggs into your diet? It's it's gone. I appreciate you bringing that up, man. It's uh it's been good. Uh, the current diet is really control. It's really uh, you live in a world of surplus. The time you go into professional leagues and just understand, eh, I don't need that, and we're okay with this types of things. And it's really been a uh, entire family adjustment for me too, because we just go and now I'm I told my boys, and you know how I feel about this too. I'm trying to be around here. I tell my wife that too, like, hey. I, life is, is is supposed to be lived and uh it's just adjustments on less calories till i get to the point that i want to be at i appreciate that though <laughs> paul says wow clicking the like button is really easy you know what else is really easy paul <laughs> subscribing to our channel we yeah, had a yeah. whole bunch of those uh last week i gotta tell you they make a difference this they whole, our whole little world here uh, expands every time one of you subscribes. You might think, like, oh, what yeah. difference could that possibly make? It, it, it legitimately uh, does. Moan's seen the back end. 
I have. Let me let me put one up here. I, I chuckled when I saw this one, DK. This is a good one. Okay, you ready for this mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. It goes from Damian Robert. Hey Mo, oh, <laughs> I'm laughing now. <laughs> oh, Khan sounds like he was born wrapped in the terrible towel, suckling ice city from the can. <laughs> even though he grew up in New Orleans, did you pick up any Pittsburghese or acquire the accent during your uh, days in Pittsburgh? Let me tell you this about Omar. But you Go just ahead. did. You what said Pittsburgh. You said Pittsburgh. Yeah, that is. You said Pittsburgh. It was a, there was a K uh, in there. I felt it. I felt it. It came that. from the heart. Yeah. See, busted. Let me tell you this about Omar. You uh, when you talk to Omar and Omar's around you, Omar's a savage. Okay, he is a ball player. Kev, you've seen Kev go off, haven't you? Kevin Colbert, savage. Also, you embody Pittsburgh, man. And yes, he is from New Orleans. Did I pick up on any um, Pittsburgh language though, or, or dialect? It's so unique. I can tell when somebody's from Pittsburgh. I can tell yeah. you that. But I randomly use yens. Because I couldn't understand, how did you take you all and make yens? Like, I get you all to y'all, but I don't get you all to yens. Technically, if you go back through history, there's actually lots of different explanations for it in in Pittsburgh history. Uh, It's you ones. You ones? You ones. But it ends up, or or you ones, you You ones, yeah. But because Pittsburgh is so hilly, and for more than a century, everybody lived so far apart from each other, even when they were really close. Like if you're okay. way up on a hill, you had your own oh, bank, your own supermarket, yep. your own school. And at the bottom, you were you didn't even you never even made it up there. Okay. So there's it's an oversimplification to say that there's Pittsburghese because there's a tons of different varieties of it. To me, the definitive Pittsburghese is when you're watching a football show and either Bill Cower speaks or Better yet, because he's even deeper into this, is Dave Wanstead. Oh, man. Dave Wanstead might as well be painting his face black and gold anytime he opens his mouth. There's nothing like it. Danny says, would you trade Matt Canada and two number ones to Cleveland for a seventh rounder? Hey, oh, man. hey man, we not gonna throw we're not gonna throw dirt on in the offseason daddy come on man you like Kramer uh, right now Hugo Gonzalez comes in and says hey Moan I'm a longtime listener and a first time poster from Baja Mexico now that's official what are your thoughts on the impact that Merrill Hodge and Ike Taylor could have on the scouting department I had somebody recently asked me that about uh mm-hmm. coaches in in the league they were actually speaking about baseball about how, you know, it's turned analytical and how they don't have many coaches in the dugouts in the clubhouse and stuff. And I was like, well, most of the football rooms have former players in it. I think having those guys along for the ride, you have an eye for it. If you guys were listening to our Vince Williams uh, episode, go back and view that. Vince Williams will tell you why he was in Pittsburgh. It's because Ike Taylor, who's now a scout with the Steelers, or has been a, a scout with the Steelers, told Kevin Colbert, I don't care what he does, what he runs, what he bench, what he looks like. Vince Williams is a Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, so I, I think it, it has its impacts at time, but I'll say this too. I'm sure there are some misses and some hits that they do have in sure. between the good ones. That's just what we're uh that's that's just what the scouting department is too. Is you want more, more hits than you do misses, though. I like this one from Nick. He says, Hey Moan, don't don't you think we need to be drafting a replacement? For Cam Hayward, if he goes down, those are some big shoes to fill. They are some big shoes to fill. Uh, Nick, 
I, I will say this. Don't ever mention that about Cam. Uh, yeah. He's <laughs> been freezing, Superman, man. and I'm, I'm knocking on wood when it comes down to him. He doesn't seem to be slowing up, but I agree with you. There needs to be a contingency plan or a young guy that needs to be groomed as far as uh, f- filling Cam's shoes when he leaves. Uh, and Cam's a really good teacher. They will benefit from that. That's why I've always kind of said, if you're asking me what I want to draft, it's best available first. D-line, corner, probably a tie, and maybe linebacker in some capacity. Mike says, hey, Moan, what was your go-to food post-game? Post-game, anything. (laughs) There's a difference, by the way, between home and road. Oh, Uh, gosh. Yeah, when you're you're on the road, the the Steelers and their athletic trainers, uh, they have – just stuff that you can grab yep. on your way out to the bus and then from there to the plane. Uh, there's stuff on the plane too, right? Yeah, it is. They have all kind of yeah. stuff uh, on the planes. But I would make stops at Cheesecake. We go to a steakhouse. We go almost anywhere because at that point, all the calories I just burned on the field, oh, something's about to get smashed, DK. Yeah, that's, that, that's how um, I, I have seen the professional athletes eat. After a National Football League game, and it is it is quite the sight here. Oh, uh, yeah. Delos Santos says cornerback DT ILB and wide receiver days one and two. Don't rule out safety, man. I know. Yeah, yeah. Especially but, after the stuff Mike Tomlin said yesterday. You that know? was our conversation too, right, DK? I mean, we said cornerback, D-tackle, and inside linebackers probably where we were, where I would go. Now, if another wire uh, – best available, we don't know what that's going to be at that time or what that board says. So you just never know. Yeah, uh, we have one here. It says, hey, Moan, since you made it big time, what do you drive now? I'll bet it's not a Pontiac. <laughs> it's not a Pontiac. Uh, I drive an F-250. I drive a truck, man, a Ford. So, hey, there you go. Look at that. I laughed when I saw that one, too. That's usually uh, the questions that kids <laughs> asking me when I'm talking. What, what kind of car do you drive? Hey, not everybody has a Lamborghini, okay? We drive simple trucks around here. Uh, Brian wants to know what's the best way to keep a running back fresh for the postseason. I would think that's obvious. We Okay, we can go there. Uh, we, we tried that with Le'Veon numerous times. I ain't going to say numerous times, but we did that a few times. Just like I think it was the last year. It didn't matter. He He still got hurt. He still got hurt. You try to cut down his reps. Uh, Jalen Warren is good for Najee Harris, okay? Them being able to split reps and not hold any grudges about who's getting the shine. You want in today's NFL one hell of a one-two punch at that position, DK, because – and I I, I feel for them because I will say this. There's two positions that get hit almost every single play. Or three, O-line, D-line, and running backs take the blunt of it most of the time. So you got to look out for the rep counts. That matters. It was smart with the Steelers late with Najee, too. Here is, uh, speaking of Najee, a question from Portugal. Francisco says, hey, Moan, hello from Portugal. What do you guys think about signing Najee long term? I'll tell you this. Is this his third year? Third year year. he's going into. The sooner they get it done, the better. Um, the thing I would tell any running backs is this. Don't judge your deal off of what Adrian Peterson got and, and, and uh, Derrick Henry. It's rough. A really good running back no. in this league is, is what, DK, 8 to 12 a year? Second and, contract even. Yeah. Second contract, which should be your best contract. But I think Najee's a Pittsburgher. He, uh, he stays healthy, man. He got a real good shot of getting that done. Uh, 
Dr. Shadow says, who's the greatest of all the Steelers? That's easy. Yeah, it is. That's Let's not even Joe waste anybody's Green. time on that and, one. And, yeah. and then you <laughs> ask anybody from any era, DK, they're going to say the exact same thing, right? It's, it's Mr. Joe Green. You know, I mean, occasionally you'll hear somebody throw out, uh, other names in. Yeah. Uh, you know, because from the 70s, you can almost pick from a hat, and you're not going to get somebody to bite back on it. And it was, by the way – Mr. Green himself, mm-hmm. who said that all I know is we didn't start winning until Franco got here. And that line was repeated an awful lot with Mr. Harris's recent passing, uh, including at the funeral and everything else here. We didn't start winning until Franco got here. That's really powerful, and it's really, I'm sure, appreciated by Mr. Harris's family. But <laughs> I'm sorry, there's 175. Uh, yeah, uh, and I would I would also say this too, uh, Dan Rooney. Wh- who 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 did they designate as the guy that really started this franchise? It, it was Joe Green. Like, think about that. You ask anybody in the front office from the Rooney family, they'll have their choices, of course. But it usually go back to seventy five. Now, if you ask me, who was the greatest of all Steelers, and it didn't have to be a player. Um, you know, that to me is Chuck Nolan will always be one. Chuck Nolan. He, he took the worst franchise in the NFL, the worst franchise in the NFL, and turned it into the greatest franchise in professional sports history. I mean, that's that's and quite you, the turnaround. And <laughs> you know what, though, DK? I, I'd have to agree with you on some points of it because that's the thing. It hasn't really changed since then because the standard has been elevated and stayed the same since his turnaround, man, that's that's impact right there. Mm-hmm. Slim wants to know, Moan, if uh, you think Deontay Johnson could be traded in the draft. I always, always look at that type of stuff and, and say if they do, they got to get really good compensation. And I would also say this too, almost anybody's available for the right price, y'all. Is Deontay the focus point of conversation for, tra- for trades? I don't necessarily think so, but – if somebody come knocking and want to give a two, two twos and a and a and a four or five, you probably you probably do that, wouldn't you, DK? Oh, yeah, I would. I, I yeah. would. I, I think I think all of that, everything related to Deontay's status with the team is is gonna be based on if they were to take a wide receiver up yeah. high. But I would no, also that doesn't go ahead. No, but I was gonna say, but I would also say this. If you want uh George Pickens to be Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has some really good talent around him also at the wide receiver position. It's one thing to shut out one wide receiver, but if there's two and three and 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 a tight end, that makes you that much dynamic. I know Deontay has been polarizing, right, DK? Yeah, the the, the name that doesn't get enough respect and appreciation, I think, out of Cincinnati is T. Higgins. Because Come on, if man. Have, if, if you have Jamar Chase and you have T. Higgins, you know what ends up happening then? Tyler Boyd, who I recovered since childhood and, and thought the world of and still do, is your three. Come and on. I mean, he's a clear three, okay? If you have that situation in Pittsburgh, then all of a sudden you're not even necessarily focusing on Kenny as much. You're focusing on Kenny's weapons, and it makes such a big, 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 big difference. Thank you. Yes, that's my answer right there. Manuel kicks our tail here with, Hey, Moan, who was the most annoying teammate in the locker room during your time? Bear in mind, this is being recorded and distributed (laughs) worldwide. I'm going to be real with you. 
You want you want the answer to that one? It was Jared the O line. It was entirely. Oh, no, no, no. He, you're not getting out of this. No, you need a name. I, we need no. a name. Look right there. Manuel I'm, wants a name. It was singular. Teammate singular. You, let me let me summarize this up. We were the loudest, the biggest, and Coach Tomlin knew we had all the power too. Like we would, I ain't gonna say we would do anything when it came to that team inside that locker room, but he wanted his big boys out front for a reason. And we didn't bully nobody, but we would be laughing, cackling, having the biggest time ever because he let us set the tone for what the building was going to be when we got older. I will say that now when, when Kiesel and Hampton and all those guys, it was a different, it was, yeah, it was different then. I have a couple people piping up for the chief for Art Rooney Sr. You know what? With all due respect, you know, it's never comfortable to speak ill of the of those who've passed. But the chief also presided over decades of losing. And in this in the era of social media, the chief would have been wow. Okay, so no, it, it was great that it ended the way that it did for him and all that other stuff, but no. Uh, Slim says, hey, Moan, do you wear a cowboy hat when driving your truck through Nashville? No. No, I do not have a cow. I don't even have a cowboy hat, I don't think. so. Actually, no, you know what? Up. Nashville isn't real cowboy hat material either. No. The, the city, you see that more in Colorado and Wyoming and places like that where they fancy themselves as cowboys or ranchers. You know, or or visitors to Nashville. That's who do that. You ask anybody oh, that's from so here. True. You come here buying boots and a hat. We're going to laugh at you, but it's good for the industry here. <laughs> Especially true for, for, for women, because you'll see them show up with these cowboy boots and everything. And oh. they think this is what everybody's doing. And you can tell right away. I heard this from somebody when we were just there that they're walking around. You can always tell the tourists because they're oh. walking around with these 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 cowboy boots on. It's like, no. Uh, Chad comes in with the revelation that Deontay drops a lot of passes. He does. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want us to yeah. say to that? You know, yeah, Liam I mean, wants to know why not Kalijah Cansey at 17 or 32. I don't know how much you've done on him, Moan. Uh, he's, he's, he's from Pitt, so you're going to have more people ask about him than not in an outweighed way. Uh, he doesn't really fit the, the Steelers' mold. You know, yeah. uh, he, he's, he's not a big guy. Um, he does have that I, I ability. Know. Yeah, he does have that ability to get to the quarterback from the middle, kind of like Javon Hargrave did. But, uh, you know. You know what ahead, I would Mo. tell you, DK? Hmm. You're getting hmm. soft. You're getting real soft on these broadcasts. Now, I don't, I don't know what it is. You're getting real soft because about a week or two ago, anybody that brought up a pit player, you'd be like, hey, no pit <laughs> questions on this show. You're getting wow. real soft out here. Must be a pit fan. That's what you used to say, DK. Oh, no, <laughs> look, here comes Crispy Boy with how about Jordan Addison because we could do this all day. Do and it, DK. How many times we, how many times we say, you know, well, listen, you only want them because they're a pit guy, and that's just not a good enough reason. Yeah. The Kenny thing, the Kenny thing was real. It, okay. It was. They they saw and respected what Kenny did next door, and they knew him, they felt and were right better than somebody else here. Alex says I hate Alex says I hate Deontay. I don't hate him. <laughs> I, I, th I think I think the guy is terrific. Why would I hate yeah. him? Let me say this. Everybody sees Kalaja Cansey and think Aaron Donald. I'll say this. I had I had conversation around the building about Donald whenever uh, he finally became AD. Okay, and uh, the conversation was: we knew we couldn't get him. We knew he was a talent, but we didn't know he was going to be like that. Uh, so everybody was in the same boat. And I think you're right, DK, when it comes down to how he would play in this defense. 
who's to say Kansas is going to be Aaron Donald 2.0? You know what you're asking for and what kind of pressure you're putting on this kid? I yeah. hope he does, but – Come on, let's 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 be real about this yeah. too. It's- I mean, in fairness, we're talking about the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. In fairness, there are defensive models that want somebody getting to the quarterback from there. The Steelers are looking much more for somebody who can ensure that they stop the run, spell Cam, get some other things done here. Luke is about to get kicked off this show forever. He says, "Hey, Moan." If Bud Dupree lost weight, would he be considered Bud Light? Yeah. See, this this gets you. This just gets you rocketed out of here, man. Beat it, Luke. You gotta go. Okay, exit the room right, Luke. But I will uh, say this: Bud does have like a Budweiser bottle cap uh, uh, medallion. I think he actually may have gotten a, a like a, a quick sponsorship from Budweiser too. So he's he's Bud uh, heavy right now. <laughs> You like that? Hey, Moan, what are your thoughts on players wearing zero? It's good. I I, I think it's it's part of how the league is is beginning to adjust to what college is doing. We always say this, and I've heard other coaches say this too. Everything kind of trickles up from high school to college to the NFL. What we're seeing right now is numbers being dispersed the same way they do in high school, college, and now the NFL. The same way we saw offenses be – very pass happy in high school, see it in college, and now we're sending it in the NFL. And Anthony brings up a great point. You can tell a real fan when they can cite stuff that happened in practice. Anthony says, do you remember when the Steelers used Bud Dupree to simulate Derrick Henry, and then he joined the Titans of all things? <laughs> Moan, you had to go against Bud simulating Derrick Henry in practice. Yeah, 100%, man. Bud is uh, – he's a beast, man. And Derrick Henry, too, is crazy. I think they're about the same size, which is insane to me that guy plays running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank says, hey, Moan, I'm just happy the Steelers are seriously addressing the trenches. How about you? I think everybody is. Uh, when we left, I think that kind of brought a highlight to what uh, you need in football in Pittsburgh, what they're always known for, and that's big bodies on both sides of the uh, line, which is why I'm hoping they address the defense uh, in this draft. Eagles, man. I, I, I just I got tired of my Eagles envy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Watching yeah. those guys and just thinking, man, if the Steelers had that kind of beef – yeah, on either side, but especially on the offensive side, and could knock people backward. What a difference uh, yeah. it, it it would make here. Uh, let's see what else we have here. I got Chad, one for Chad you. Chad says Steelers should retire seventy three. Go ahead, Moan. Ah, nah, not on that one. I, I'll take the Ring of Honor, man. Give me something like that. Matter of fact, I take a corner of the Ring of Honor or something like, oh, Hall of Fame, whatever they want to call it. Uh, but nah, man, let that one stay in circulation right there. Just uh, just represent it well. That's all I would tell That's you. That's it. That's yeah, all anybody. I, I hear that from players all the time. Just don't don't besmirch the number, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's the one that gets me right there. You're right, Anthony. DK's getting soft, man. He don't even call out people no more. That's crazy. What, what, what is that all about? <laughs> what is that all? What, you what used you to call to... out the Pitt fans, man. You don't even do that no more. I, mean, I like Pitt fans. I, I, I know. Pitt fans. But, I just I just want them to be honest when they reach out to us and say, "Hey, what do you think about this Jordan Addison? He's on, he's awesome." It's just say why you're saying it. That's all. Yeah, you're that's not saying real. it because you've actually watched. You're not saying that about Kansi either. You're saying it because you're a Pitt fan, which that's is fine. Real. That's, that's, I, I roll there, with you on that one. There, there's nothing wrong with that. Here, Matt Powell says, "Hey, hey, hey Moan, do you think there's a chance the Steelers asked?" Terrell Edmonds to move to inside linebacker, and he didn't want to, so he moved on. 
No, I don't think that's the case. They probably asked him to move his asking price down, so he moved on. I honestly think this was a money thing. The Steelers know what they're getting out of Terrell Edmonds, and and there was no if ands, or buts about it. They had a number in their head where they probably wanted to go, and T.E. probably felt best uh, to move on for himself mentally more than anything. Ken says, hey, Moan, how much smoke does Mike T. blow when being interviewed? It's two-sided in that. I laughed when you say that, too, because most folks probably think he gives you the run around. Run around. Coach Tomlin's a, a coach, and I'm sure you've been around him long enough, DK, to realize if you just listen to what he says and who he says about it, you'll get your answers from him. I promise you. Just, just listen to him. It's basically there most times. Like when he would criticize certain guys inside of the building, like, you you knew who he was talking to and about. It's a lot of smoke, but there's uh, underlying truth in what he speaks about. Well, did you ever want to call Bud Alvin? I never heard anybody try that. I actually never knew his name was Alvin until like years oh, later after being geez. his teammate. I was uh, like, who the, who the hell is Alvin? And it's Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Mark says, uh, what do you think of uh, over under of 8.5? I got eight. Seventeen game schedule. On, I got man. over eight easily. Jeez. Over eight easily. Games. They just went nine and seven. Yeah, they did. Uh, and I'm they taking. weren't particularly good. Mark, if you got bets on that one, I would say take the over on that one. Uh, better offense this year. Um, better play from the OL. I think the defense gets a little bit better too through the draft. I'm taking the over, which also leads me. I wrote this down the other day, DK. Uh, are the Steelers better now than they were last year? Remember us talking about that briefly mm -hmm. off air? And this is my opinion. I'd love to see y'all write this down or continue this on in the comments uh, after we're done. But I say this, right now as it stands, the Steelers are second in the AFC North. And that's a good place I, I, to be. I have a hard time arguing that. In the offseason. Uh, Danny wants to know, hey, Moan, if we had Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and Lynn Swan, would we still run wide receiver sweeps? <laughs> Yeah, we would. Yeah, because all three of those guys are pretty old. <laughs> That's the DK I know and love. Anthony says, hopefully Lamar leaves the Ravens and then we become the second best team in the division. Oh, come on. Hey, hey, Anthony. Come on, Tony. What are we, what are we doing here, man? What's all that, What's all that about? You, uh, you see the Ravens as the second best team if they have Lamar? Really? I, Why? No, I, I see us as the uh, second best team regardless. Uh, of if if if, if Lamar is there, now I'm telling you this this public uh, uh, fight that they're having inside Baltimore, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's really gonna go over well for either side, and it may be best for them to move on. And I think we just got to get closer to the draft to see this kind of unfold. Mm -hmm. Jamerson Hollins says, "Hey Moan, I'm watching from Memphis. Which Steelers player do you think will have the biggest impact on the team in 2023?" I actually really like this question. Like as, this as crazy question. general as it is, you got to come up with one player who will have the most impact on the team. Jamerson, by the way, shout out to my West Tennessee people too, man. I'm on West Tennessee to the core of me. I like to call it best Tennessee. Okay, let's run with that one, Jamerson. Uh, biggest impact on this team. Uh, I'd probably have to go with Alex Highsmith. And you want to know why? It's necessary for him to be. 
It's a big year for him, DK. And on top of that, the conversation has been to what? Oh, when TJ, when TJ, when TJ, or because of TJ, because of TJ, it's time for him to separate himself a little bit more and not just be the cleanup guy to what TJ got going on. He's got to make that an even side of the ball. Well, my issue with Alex Highsmith and separating himself from TJ is that when he was separated from TJ, meaning when TJ didn't play, we didn't notice him anywhere near as much. That's not to be rude. But you just, you know, he, he's got to be able to take certain games in certain situations into his own hands. So he is a big swing vote on that defense. Yeah, the uh, same for, way Lamar did, right? Yeah, yeah. For me, man, see, I want to say stuff about the offense. And I want to say, like, hey, it, it could be Pat Fryermuth, okay? Yeah. He, he could be that guy, except that I don't trust the coordinator to throw to the middle of the field or to get him the ball. You know, that, that's that's what we, we comes down to. Look at what Carl Carl brings it up to. What makes yeah. you think the offense is going to be better with Canada still calling the plays? You know, yeah. what, he's going to he's going to have achieved some, you know, catharsis over the over the summer. Come on, man. I feel you. Uh, but I'll say this. If he don't DK, what does the NFL stand for again? Oh, I believe Jerry Glanville of the Houston Oilers said that the NFL stands for not for long if you keep making calls like that. He said that to a ref, and it was caught on microphone. It was back in the 70s before uh, before game mics were were common. Great, great stuff there. Yeah. Uh, Billy says, uh, we ruled the Ravens even with Lamar. I mean, ruled is is strong okay these are two very evenly okay but it's 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 not accurate (laughs) off season i don't have to play against some dk i'll take it i'm here for the trash talking billy demond just wants to know what's happening demond what's going on my brother i see you in the profile picture with coach t i see you see see, moan moan i I send all those to moan yeah what happens if somebody asks me what's happening what do i go Everything's oh, okay, Everything's okay. <laughs> My brother, I, I, I got one for you right here, man. DK, you like this one? Hey, Moan, who's the best pass coordinator could be brought to Pittsburgh? Uh, uh, he said Pitt, disqualified. God, and, never mind. What's we'll he talking about? Pittsburgh. The university, get oh, out of there. Oh, no, we're, we're, we're NFL team. You're right, DK. We can't it's, allow Pittsburgh that. Is a, Pittsburgh is a major league city, it's not a college. Sorry, we're, Brian. At least you got some shine on the, on the screen, man. See, they told me I've lost it here and I've gone soft. So all of a sudden, I turn hard for the whole rest of the show here. Um, Toddy wants to know which AFC North team you hate the most. Oh, my. Come on. Come on. Browns. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm real close to them right now. Browns. (laughs) Everybody competed but the Browns. But the Browns yapped the most. So for those reasons, it was just like, really? Y'all again? Stop. Go home and play with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a couple more uh, today here. Dean wants to know if the Bengals have lost, had any significant players lost in free agency. How about both of their safeties? Both their safeties. Um, yeah, they've lost other players as well. Samadhi. Uh, and, mm-hmm, and because of their – yeah, right. Really good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of their cap situation, because of Joe Burrow's contract, and because of what they're paying all their wide receivers – um, this is when it starts coming home to roost. That's going to be very interesting, too, because if they don't get that ship, that championship, while Joe Burrow's on his rookie deal, it's going to be very fascinating, to your point, DK, on how they build that 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 team to be a championship team with, with, with Burrow getting a big deal and Jamar Chase. Uh, Cincy better. They better hurry up if they're going to the show. 
Yeah, that's kind of what kind of what happens. That's what everyone keeps saying about Kansas City. Oh, they're just going to win forever and ever and ever. No, they they probably won't. Yeah, uh, they've done really well to capitalize uh, on what they have. And they have the league's best quarterback. They have the league's maybe all time best tight end. They still can't uh, protect you know, him though as much as they could. No, no, but he he showed he can still do it on one leg yeah, though. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Even if they they do get to them here, uh, one more today. Let's find a real good one here. <laughs> all the worst. What's that? Yeah, this Bengals all the worst. It's always good. By the way, who did we see a second ago? Hey, bless you for being in, uh, bless you from being in Cincinnati, man. Now nah, the Bengals weren't the worst. They just got bad for a little spell. That's all that was, man. Mm-hmm. They got toxic. That's what we'll say. Darren leaves us with a good one here. He says, do you think the Steelers defense will be in the top five getting back to old school Steelers defense? I mean, it's possible, right? It is what are they, possible. What are they missing? What are they missing? What are, I'll tell you what they're missing. Uh, hmm. a, couple more, a couple more dynamic, youthful players. When that team was good, it was older. Sprinkled in with some youth, right? What is that year? That 2010 defense coach T talked about that yeah. 08 defense. Yeah, they had older, the mix. older guys with some five year guys, with some young guys like Will Gay, with some young guys that was just sprinkled in. Ike Taylor being relatively young in that time, but you had uh, Aaron Smith on that defense. And I mean, think about those dudes, man, that were. They need some youthful jolt, which is what I'm hoping happens in this draft this year. They get that with an older Cam, with a very seasoned Minka, with Pat Peterson on that side of the ball, and TJ and Heisman. I mean, you have you have a mold right there to kind of get there. What if it's Peasy's kid? You know, what if it is? The closer we get, DK, the more and more I'm like, man, I'm I, just I hope like it's right, right. there. Man, it's not in their control though. He could. I don't want to force it though, DK. I don't want to chase the name because his dad played in Pittsburgh. I, I want to get away from that a little bit. He just needs to understand what he's getting himself into. He ain't just a corner. Your dad won a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. Okay, two, didn't he? He won two mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Those are some big shoes, DK. Yeah, that's that's big shoes. All right, it's uh, it's uh, it's been another really good session here, Moan. It has, man. I feel like the questions just keep getting better, too. Golly. Yeah. Isn't that funny? We were, uh, My wife and I were talking about that last night. We were saying how the, the quality of the questions just keeps going up and up and up. And you know what? Maybe that's just because we just keep getting more and more participants, you know? We do, we do uh, man. Which, which is very much appreciated. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button. If you don't hit the subscribe button, mm-hmm. you are automatically, like, mythically, magically blocked from the next show. Mm-hmm. All right? You have to hit the subscribe. I'm, I'm making that up. But, but still, you have to do it. I'm just going through putting everybody on there, DK. I love this, man. Hey, I'm here for it. Toxic, fake eggs. You're 100% right, Pat Mason. <laughs> That's right. All right, Moan. So we got one tomorrow, or we, or we wait until Friday? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I thought you said Thursday. Today is just Tuesday, DK. Oh, today's Tuesday. We're definitely doing one tomorrow. What am yeah. I talking about? I don't even know where I am. S-A-W-F-T, soft, DK, is where you I'm at right you. now. So, yeah, we'll do one tomorrow from Cincinnati where I'm heading – uh, not anything Bengals related. The Pirates are opening up their their baseball season with the Reds down there, so I'll be down there. We'll do another one of these tomorrow, and then I'm we'll let you know it. what the plan is for Thursday. Yeah, absolutely, DK. I'm working on it. That's the one complaint right there. That that was my hint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do I'll it. See you good people.